going to pour our Kool-Aid down the throats of a new global audience that's going to learn that it all started here tonight. Welcome to a very special edition of the yep. Squared Circle, Squared Circle podcast. Uh, I'm Stefan Bennett, and today we are welcoming someone who wrestling fans previously knew as Connor from The Ascension, and now Big Con making big waves in Impact Wrestling. Big Con, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Stefan. How are you doing? Great. It's absolutely freezing here. It looks glorious <laughs> where you are. Um. I'm not going to say it's nice here. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell the sun's shining. It looks absolutely stunning. Yeah. Um, just before we get into it, uh, for uh, the listeners that weren't familiar with uh, what was announced a couple of months ago when I interviewed Taylor Valkyrie, um, there was a deal between Impact and DAZN uh, streaming service, a special deal which allowed you to select plat- uh, classic Impact matches and shows will be available to stream on there as well as YouTube and Twitter. All 12 annual specials will arrive seven days after they first air. Live Impact events are yet to be announced, but DAZN are said to continue to watch this space. If you have full access to the entire Impact TNA archive on demand, the Impact Plus is still the place to go for full unrestricted 20-year-plus archive. So on Impact Plus, you can have over 4,000 hours of action from the vault, eight exclusive events per year, brand new originals featuring all of your favorite Impact stars. You can also stream the No Surrender event live coming this February 24th. So check those out. So Big Con, it's uh, great to see you. Um, <laughs> thank you. Um, okay, so... Uh, Let's start a little bit before we get into your talking about your uh, multi-year deal with Impact and, and your journey so far with Impact. Um, obviously, a lot of listeners will remember your time in NXT and WWE as part of the Ascension, originally working with Cameron, uh, Kenneth Cameron and then Victor. Uh, you absolutely dominated NXT with Victor. And then you had your ro- main roster call up, uh, squashing local talents, etc. But a lot of the people, and especially as a, from a fan's point of view, it seemed to be at a time in WWE where tag team wrestling was almost kind of an afterthought with the product. You know, you had some excellent tag teams uh, in the, the business, in the company at the time. But for some reason, things just didn't seem to really be f- focused on any tag team wrestling at that time. What was that experience like for you? Oh, I mean, it, it was just one of those things where, you know, um, wasn't the greatest experience you know because you go from you know a platform or nxt where you know we were doing so good to uh being put onto the main roster um and really there was you know there was so much happening there was really not not much of a direction um and so you know uh, it's it's a little frustrating um but at the same time you know not everything can go as smooth as you want it so you just try to kind of roll with the punches. You do the best you can. And, uh, you know, you just, I mean, at the end of the day, I always say that, you know, um, a bad day up there is, is a great day down here. You know what I mean? So I always try to make sure to keep myself humble with things like that. I don't, uh, I don't let my emotions get to me uh, too much with that. So, you know, it was frustrating at times, but at the same time, it was still such a great experience. 
So <laughs> you're like, damn, if you do, you, if you don't, you know? Yeah, I mean, that, that was from a, from a, a fan's point of view for, who grew up watching WWE for, for so many years. It was so synonymous with some of the greatest tag teams there's ever been and uh, how popular tag team wrestling was. It was a very strange period as a fan to, to just, we couldn't rack our brains around. You've got all these great tag teams, but yet nothing seems to, to stick. Nothing seems to have uh, any kind of direction. Uh, it just it was so frustrating. And, uh, and obviously I enjoyed you guys in NXT. I mean, I, I just thought, well, what a team you guys were. And I was so excited when you moved up to Raw and then everything fell apart. We had it with the Vaude Villains uh, before Simon Gotch then uh, moved on. It, it was so frustrating. Um, before we move on to uh, Impact, uh, I just want to touch on NXT before it's the NXT, which people know now. It was a very strange concept of this reality-based thing. And that's where we first really wow. got to see you. Uh, Alberto Del Rio, I believe, was your mentor, your your, your coach. Um, from a guy who's trying to make a name for himself uh, on one of the biggest platforms in the, in, in the wrestling world, what was that like for you guys, especially for yourself? Uh, thinking, yeah. You know, these weird challenges that led to a lot of us just scratching our heads thinking, what is actually going on here? Well, I mean, if I was to look at it from a fan's perspective, you never knew what was going to happen, right? Um, so I would, I would think from that standpoint, it was kind of entertaining, I would, I would say to some degree. Um, I, I know for us, none of us knew what to expect the day we walked in. Um, and, you know, being, you know, really green, um, you, you don't know what to expect. And so you're already, you know, uh, on edge. And, and then it just, you know, on top of not knowing what you're doing, um, it, it's absolutely terrifying. Um, I, I recall a certain instance where um, it would have been the match with Ricardo Rodriguez and myself, who, because of NXT, the original version, I grew a great relationship with Ricardo, who I, you know, I always touch base with, who I love to this day. He's like family. Um, and we joke about it sometimes too, was that when I was doing this uh, rat character, the, the rib was on me because I'm lactose uh, tolerant, you know, and so eat, eating anything dairy made me sick. And I never wanted to speak up because I was just so happy to be doing something, you know, other than just training. And so, um, yeah, man, I would go home with stomach aches and <laughs> all types of stuff. But um, you just never knew what to expect. Um, I, there was another season, I believe it was season five, where I was with Oleg, me and Oleg Renner against JTG and someone else. Um, and I think it was Jacob Novak. And we were in there. And we, were, we planned out this whole match. And then next thing you know, uh, someone came out and they mentioned that it now turned into a dance-off. We had no idea. And so, but it, what was really cool was that it's kind of neat because you've got to learn how to adapt on the fly too. So I do think that there was some great stuff with that version of NXT because you had to learn how to adjust on the fly because you never knew what was going to happen. Um, so I'm grateful for that. But the days of getting there when you would show up, it was nerve wracking. Uh, you were nervous. Um, you would ask what was going on. Everybody would tell you they don't know. Um, so <laughs> it just was what it was. 
Incredible. Yeah, I, I, I vaguely remember that, the dance-off I used to, I, I used to just watch NXT because it was unpredictable. We always knew something was going to happen that was just going to be completely uh, unsuspected and crazy. Yeah, yeah. And that was, it, that yeah, was one yeah. of the things I did enjoy about that. Um, so fast forward to December 2019, you got your release um, from the WWE. Um, how, how did you feel that? Did you did you start to fall out of love with uh, wrestling at the time? Did you was you concerned about what would be next, where you would end up going uh, from from there? Yeah, no, I did. I did fall out of love with professional wrestling uh, for a while there because. Um, I felt like I was beaten down uh, mentally, not so much physically, but just mentally. And, um, and it had nothing to do with the company. You know, the, the company was great. I just, it was more of a me thing. You know, I felt like I tried to do everything I could, but then, you know, it's just was one of those things where, you know, I just kind of would beat myself up, but it wasn't unexpected. As a matter of fact, the week prior to the actual announcement, um, I had reached out to a gentleman by the name of Mark Carano and said, Hey man, like what's going on? Are we going to be let go or what? Like, what's the deal? Um, what people don't know, um, was that WWE, this was how great they were. Um, they, they paid for me and Vic to stay home. You know, we weren't on the road, but they were still sending us weekly checks and, um, and they were, good amount you know i'm granted you want to go and you want to work for it you want to try to get on to some some angle or get into some storyline um but when i sit back and look at it now like they they were so good to me you know i can't speak for everybody but i can speak for myself and so for me it was always important that i never burned a bridge and that goes with anybody not just wwe just any company in general whether it's the indies or you know, just anybody, I always believe in good business, but, you know, it was expected to happen. And I, all I wanted was an answer. That was it. And it's hard to get answers and because nobody really knows what's going on. But once it happened, I, I, I was never worried. I was never like, oh, my God, I've got to reach out to these people or have these people reach out to me. Um, as a matter of fact, people reached out to me and I knew personally that I needed some time to myself and I needed to take care of some personal issues that I was dealing with, you know, at that time, um, you know, I started drinking pretty heavy there at the end. And that was something that I wanted to, to handle myself, you know, so I did a year of sobriety and just to prove to myself that I didn't need alcohol. And, um, and it's just, I never liked alcohol. I, I don't like alcohol ever since, like I'll have a drink or two, but it was nothing like what it used to be. So I wanted to handle that. I wanted to handle my relationship with my son because I hadn't been there. You know, I was always on the road. So it was really important to me to bridge that connection with my son. I, I wanted to be more intimate and closer with my wife because there was that gap too. So family was my main priority, my health and my family. So I was never... like oh my god I gotta hurry up and get somewhere I gotta go somewhere you know I always I'm a firm believer that I'm always meant to go where I'm supposed to be um and 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 I look at it now and I'm like I'm around family like I'm, a, I'm with people that I truly love and people that I know that truly care about me you know not to say that that company didn't they did but I've got a lot of my closer personal friends you know with this company that I'm with now that know me that's been under my roof that know my family that knows my son 
So, um, so I'm not, I'm by no means angry at WWE. They've given me a wonderful platform. They helped me make my name. We wouldn't be doing this interview probably, um, if it wasn't for them, you know, um, and so I'm very grateful for them. You know, it's just a chapter of my life that's closed and now it's time for a new chapter. Um, I'm glad you managed to get to have those opportunities uh, with your family and uh, to reconnect with your son. And uh, from, from my point, fatherhood is very, very important. That's something that uh, I, is very dear to me as well. Um, so, yeah, so fast forward to uh, February 2022, uh, you debut in Impact, uh, unfortunately defeated, defeated by Josh Alexander. And then fast forward to later of uh, the later stages of last year, Violent by Design. What an impact you've made uh, since joining those guys. Um, how, how was it like coming back uh, and, and, and being put with those guys? What was that experience like? Oh, man, it, it, it was so cool. Well, first, so we'll, let's go back to February, right? So in February, Tommy Dreamer called me up, who I, who I absolutely love. You'll always hear me say nothing but great things about this man because he is the one that has given me everything I've ever had. He's the one that hired me in WWE, you know? So I have a great relationship with him. Um, he told me the deal. He said, listen, um, you're going to hate the position you're put in. He goes, but you know, it's an opportunity. And I said, well, what do you need? And he goes, you're going to come up here and you're going to get squashed by Josh Alexander. And I said, okay, cool. <laughs> you know, I was like, cool. And then, uh, then they gave me uh, the night before a 15 minute match with Eddie Edwards, who again, who I love. And um, you know, he, they helped solidify me. And um, I, again, I always believed in good business. I never thought, you know, it was a big deal that I went out there. I went out there and I did, you know, quick business for Josh um, because, you know, you look at it now and, you know, it's like, man, it, I didn't expect anything to come out of it, honestly. Um, so when I got the phone call from Dreamer and he was like, hey, man, he's like, can you believe I'm going to hire you again? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> and I had to talk to my wife. I was like, oh, my God, like, this is so crazy. Like, it's but it's so good. And then, you know, I never really got to talk much to Eric Young. And so I got to go there and sit down with him for, you know, a cup of coffee, basically, because he was in and out. Um, but it felt special. It felt and to the, it still feels so special. Um, and to be able to work with these guys and to, to to communicate with them, you know, even, you know, today, I'm probably going to let, you know, just Cody know, hey, man, you wouldn't believe what's going on. Like, I just did this. You know, just outside of um, a place I'm helping a buddy do some demo work. <laughs> like, I'm like, you know, I, the relationships are so good. And um, so I just I feel beyond blessed when I when I think about uh, being with Impact now. And they've been so good to me. Scott Demore, Gail Kim, uh, Rhino, uh, Josh, Tommy. Like, I mean, just the list just goes on and on. They've been so uh, supportive and um and I feel special being in that locker room because I'm around a lot of young men and women that I really, truly believe are going to make a lot of money in this business. And I'm around guys that I grew up in the business with. When I look at, you know, Heath, Dango now, you know, um, these are guys I grew up with in the business. So I, we get to talk shop when we see each other. It's so awesome. 
Uh, some of those names that you mentioned there, like the Heath and that, they've been in very similar positions to yourself uh, where, where you've been as well. So it's good to have that, you know, be able to reconnect with those people. And uh, yeah. and that's one thing I love about Impact. There's a great balance between uh, people who have been in the business for so many years and have, have pretty much experienced almost everything there is to, uh, to experience in, in the business. And then you've got the the younger generation and that, that it's a great blend um, yeah. And, and that, that's one of the things I love about Impact. Um, so, yeah, we ju- just touched on it. Violent by Design, uh, you you ended up being brought in with those guys. Um, how did that come about? Did you get uh, sort of, you know, get taken aside and said, right, this is where, wh- where we're going to put you. This is what the next step is for, for Big Con. Uh, how did that come about? Yeah, I, so I think that was based off of my understanding. Scott Demore. Um, and Tommy already wanted me back in February, which I thought they wanted nothing to do with me after that February shot, to be honest. And they were just like, we were just trying to find the right place to put you. That was the biggest thing. Um, and they felt, um, that, that I would be the best fit option for the design. Um, and I mean, I, I, I feel, you know, proud to to be able to go in there and be a part of something that I feel is very special um and yeah and I get to work with people because it's just it sounds so weird because I'm this monster of a guy and I'm like I I adore the guys I work with like um but but it's the way that's just how I feel like I just love showing up I love lacing my boots with these men and i love doing business with them yeah perfect fit i I, this is the one of the things you know i I think you were so so perfect for that role uh within the group uh and then obviously there was a name change just now being called the design um just recruited sammy callahan now now as callahan the shaving of the head and that how cool is it to recruit a guy like that to to your uh to your to your group How, how how cool is that I mean, it's real cool, right? It's like, uh, you know, Sammy Callahan or Callahan, he's a, he's a wild horse, right? He's the dark horse. You never know what he's going to do. Um, but I've known Sammy for, for quite some time. And he's, you know, I've ha- probably had about a handful of people that have been in my house um, that know my wife and, you know, has met my son. And he's one of them. And so to be able to, I, matter of fact, I always call him little brother. So to be able to now work with him, because I last time I worked with him would have been NXT, but to be able to be back together and now to be tagging or whatever it might be, whatever the stipulations are, I mean, it's awesome. It's so cool. And it's just funny how it's just like the wrestling world can be so small. And it's like you get to see people who you haven't seen in a long time. And now you're working with them um, and you're just catching up on whether it's family stuff, work stuff, just whatever it might be. Um, but it's, it's awesome having him in the group. Um, I'm glad he's there. Um, and we'll just see where it goes. You know, it's people have been asking me, do, do you think you can trust them? And, um, and that's not my shot. That's not my call. That's a, that's a, it's a Diener call. You know what I mean? So I just, yeah. uh, I'm just the muscle. I just smash and I do what I'm told. And you do it very, very well. Final question. I just wanted to, before I let you go, and I really appreciate your time is um, you've signed a multi-year deal with Impact. 
Um, uh, I mean, to just speak, you know, touch on that, like, uh, how did, you know, the, the deal come about? Because um, obviously this, this is the thing you seem very, you actually finally seem at home somewhere, you know, you actually feel like you've found where you belong and you seem your happiest that you've potentially maybe ever been uh, <laughs> at all. Um, yeah, how did the, the multi-year <laughs> <laughs> you, you do. Um, so how did the multi-year deal come about? Can you just touch on that before we let you go? That's just something that, you know, Tommy and Scott talked about. They felt very confident um, about it. And I, I was excited to do it. I mean, when you can do something you love and get paid, right? I mean, that's a win-win. So for me, I was like, they're like, hey, this is the deal, man. What you think? And I'm like, yeah. I was like, I'm in. I'm sold. <laughs> it's like, let's Fantastic. do this. Yeah. Brilliant. That, that's, that's fantastic. Well, thank you very much for your time. I really appreciate it. Um, good luck with uh, the future. I'm looking forward to seeing where this goes. Good luck with that. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what you and the design guys get up to next. Uh, but yeah, thank you so much, everyone. Uh, BigCon, wish you all the very best. And hopefully we'll get to speak to you someday, sometime down the road. Thank you. It was a pleasure being here. Thank you. Take care. I don't want to stop all